What is up, my love? Welcome to the Love Stands Here podcast. I'm your host, Megan Brianna from lovestandshere.com, and I'm a life coach, a certified eating psychology coach, but most of all, I'm just a girl who really loves Jesus and has spent a lot of time learning how to not only discover my worth through him, but also how to cultivate the characteristics that we're called into in order to live a healthy and purposeful life of love and service. My friend, living in the world can be really tough, and all too often we're taught beliefs and given messages by a broken society that make us feel like we're never enough and our worth is only skin deep. But I'm here to share some good news. Your worth is not in the world, but in God's beautiful word. So if you're looking for encouragement to live and love better, you're in the right place. Make sure to rate, subscribe, and share with your friends if you feel called, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Love ya. So today I wanted to answer some questions that you guys have. I had posted a story on my Instagram a few weeks back giving you the opportunity to ask questions and I had some responses and I mentioned that I would either respond in video format or here on the podcast. So here we are and I always have questions, people asking questions on TikTok and there was actually one woman that asked a question this past week that I want to address because I think it's really, really important. So here we go. So the first one is, what is my method of studying the word? What is my method of studying the Bible? I don't know if you've noticed, but I am not a left-brained person. I'm very much a right-brained person. I, When I was in school, I was an average student. I was basically a C student because I don't learn the way that left-brained people do. I, I can't read something and really digest it and just have the knowledge in my brain and memorize things and be able to pull it out whenever I want. I need to have things delivered to me in a way that is creative or that somehow connects to life because, and I know this might sound silly, but I'm so visual. I think about it like this. Anytime somebody gives me a piece of information or is teaching me something or bring something into my awareness, I feel like this is the, this is going to sound so stupid, but it's the only way I can explain it. I feel like it doesn't go into my head. I feel like it goes into my heart and it's like, I have this knowing and it changes me, but bring it up a week later, if somebody asked me about it, I wouldn't be able to pull it out of my memory out of my head and explain it well, but it's there in my heart and it's changed me. So that's what happens a lot for me with information. I have a hard time explaining things. And to be honest, even this podcast, I record and delete and record and delete a million times before I publish an episode. And I still spend a lot of time editing them and they're still not perfect. But I feel very strongly that I have something to say and it doesn't matter how many tries it takes for me to get there I still want to continue doing it because I feel like it's important I feel like it's what God has called me to and maybe eventually I'll get to a point where I don't have to do this where I don't have to you know stop and go and edit so much and whatever but right now it's still where I'm at and it has been for a while so I don't know if it's ever going to change but anyway I say all that to say I have to study the word of God in several different ways. And for me, it's better if it's creatively. So I will dig into my Bible. Like I think I started Romans 
like three or four weeks ago and I only got through a few chapters and then I fell off the beat because I, you know, life happened and I was busy studying the word in other ways. So I have a women's Bible study on Mondays that I go to. Obviously, I go to church. You know, I'm not the type of person that just goes to church on Sundays and that's it. Obviously, that's not the case or I wouldn't be doing a Christian podcast. So I go to church on Sundays, although it's been not every Sunday lately. I can watch them online because gas and work and stuff. But anyway, I do devotionals every single day, which always have scripture obviously attached to them. They're, they're messages that are based on scripture. So I am reading scripture in that way and studying it in that way. And the devotionals help me. And that's how I started this relationship with God. You know, I didn't have a Bible until a year and a half after I started this journey. But I was in my version app, my Bible app all the time reading devotionals. And that's what helped me because it helped me connect scripture to life. And that's how I learn. So I'm constantly doing that. I'm constantly listening to sermons. You know, I'm always having conversations about God. God is in this house. My mom has just as deep a relationship with God as I do. So we're constantly talking about Jesus and we're constantly, you know, sharing how grateful we are and the experiences we've had. And I'm always talking to my friends. God has surrounded me with amazing friends um, in Christ. So I'm always talking to them or I'm hanging out with them and if I'm not doing those things, I'm creating content. So I'm always connected to God in one way or another. But long, long, long story short, for me, I do it and I just do it in several different ways. I connect to God in several different ways. And that is not always just getting deep into reading the pages of my Bible. But when it is, we actually at my women's Bible study, we do the SOAP method for studying, which is uh, we pick out, you know, we read a chapter of whatever book we're in and we pick out a scripture that, you know, pops out to us. And then we write down an observation from that scripture, that's S and O, and then how we can apply it to our lives, that's the A. And then the P is prayer. So we create a prayer based on the observation and the application and just the scripture itself. So that's the method that we use. So when I'm by myself, I try to do it that way too. But sometimes I just go through and I'll read and I'll see, you know, I'll pray to the Holy Spirit to show me what God wants me to understand from that reading and I'll make a note of it. So anyway, yeah, whatever way I can read the Bible or get into God's word that is creative and that helps me connect it to life. That is how I understand and that is how I grow in my relationship with God. So I hope all of that makes sense. The second question is, how do I increase my understanding of the word? And that's such a good question. And my short answer to that is going to be number one, make sure you have a relationship with Jesus. And number two, You have to be willing to let God change you. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. That is when you can test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. That's Romans 12 too. 
So you have to have a relationship with God and also be willing to let him change you. If, if you have those two things, then you're well on your way to understanding the word better because, and I, I guess I will probably bring this up in many podcasts because it's been so substantial, but my time on TikTok, my eyes have just been opened so incredibly wide. I always thought Christianity was one way. I thought it was you have a relationship with God. I thought Christians were not religious. And boy, was I wrong. Because I believe Christianity is having a relationship with Jesus in working to love God and working to love your neighbor. Let God change you. Love your neighbor. That is what life is about. Having a relationship with Jesus, knowing that you're saved, your salvation is great, but it's also your responsibility to help other people and bring other people to Jesus. That's just what I believe. It's as simple as that. It doesn't need to be more complicated. To get there, you have to let God change you. You have to let God heal you from the things that you've struggled with in in this life. And you have to let God help you reject the world and what the world tells you is true, right? So for me to continue to see the spirit of religion in Christianity, I just, it's, it's mind boggling to me, but I also understand it. I know so many people were raised that way. Um, you know, I know it's all they know, so I'm not trying to judge. I just, I really didn't know it existed until this year, (laughs) which is probably, it probably sounds crazy to so many people, but I say that because I think it's just so easy for us to fall into, well, you just read your Bible more to understand the word of God. And that's true. If you dig into your Bible, God can reveal what he wants you to know, what he wants to share with you. Um, But if you don't have a relationship with God, if you don't have a connection, he's not going to be able to reveal anything to you. I was actually listening to a podcast yesterday with Lisa Harper, and she said something that struck me so hard. She said, you might know Jesus as your savior, but do you know him as your liberator? Those are two very different things. So it seems to me like in this Christian journey, there are a lot of Christians that are just worried about salvation, but they don't understand that we also get this gift of liberation in a relationship with Jesus. Yes, our our place is in eternity and we focus on eternity. We have eternity in our hearts, but we also get to be better people while we're still living in this world. And it's actually our responsibility for that to happen because that is the only way, like I said in the last episode, we are going to be able to truly walk the path that God has set before us and serve the people that God wants us to serve because we can't serve other people if we are not first liberated from the world. We can't serve other people in the way that God wants us to serve people. We can't understand the way God wants us to love people if we're not liberated from the craziness and the toxic beliefs and the wrong way of thinking that the world projects onto us. So, you know, read your Bible, of course, but if it helps, I would suggest uh, the YouVersion Bible app because there's so many different ways you can connect with scripture on that app. You know, making sure you're surrounded by other Christians that actually have a relationship with God, but truly do whatever you can to connect to God. For me, that's talking to him every day like a crazy person. I don't care what people think of me. (laughs) 
You know, when I get angry about something, I take it to God. When I'm sad about something, I take it to God. And I talk to him and I am comforted. It it never fails. Even if it takes a little while, he is there. He comforts me. I know he's there with me. And it's just, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. And, and that is a relationship. It's very hard to believe the words that you're reading on a piece of paper and believe that they're true for your life and that they can heal you if you don't have a relationship with the healer, if you don't have a relationship with the being that created those words in the first place. So make sure you have a relationship with God and just reading your Bible just to gain knowledge is not necessarily having a relationship with God. So pray, you know, if that's what you enjoy, if you just enjoy being in scripture, being in your Bible, then read and it, but pray to God to reveal to you what he wants you to know, you know, make sure you're talking to him, have that relationship. I think that's the best advice I can give for that one. The next question is how do I find strength in God's promises? And this is such a good one. Um, I know this is really, really hard. As Christians, we go through hills and valleys. We have seasons where we really can feel God's presence in our lives, and it just feels like he's there for everything. And then we go through seasons where it feels like he's nowhere to be found. And in those seasons, it's really hard to believe that his promises still stand. I know I experience that a lot, and I've been going through, you know, I've been going through that kind of up and down even this year. And what it's been for me is I think because I had such an incredible experience at the beginning when I was saved and I was left with nothing at the end of my traumatic relationship. Um, and I was in that dark, dark place. I had no, I didn't have any of the resources that I had before. I had no money. All of my credit went into collections uh, I could not work because I was just so sick mentally, emotionally, and physically. My identity was shot. Everything I thought I knew about myself and about life was completely torn apart. And in that place where I felt like I had nothing, God picked me up and he pulled me out of it and showed me a better way. And so I think because I had that experience, I always have that experience to turn back to when I'm feeling discouraged about God's promises. I have an experience that shows me, even when you get to a place where you feel like you have nothing and you're in a dark, dark hour, God is there and he will pull you out of it and bring you into something better. So if you haven't had an experience like that, I think the best thing to do, and this is a practice that I've just recently started, the best thing to do is to be really mindful about tracking, you know, writing down when God answers a prayer for you. You know, if you pray about something, write down that prayer and then make sure you make a note of when it's answered. Write down the things that the blessings that God is giving you in life. Just be very mindful about keeping track of all of the ways that you are seeing God in your life in those moments when you feel like he's really present. And then in the moments, in the seasons where you feel like he's not there, you'll have those experiences to look back on. And when the enemy tries to discourage you and make you feel like God isn't in your life, you have those experiences to look 
back on. No, I know I'm struggling with something now, but look at all the proof I have that God is in my life and he has been there the entire time. So I think it's just practicing awareness and practicing gratitude, being grateful for the small things and shifting our focus to the things that we do have, the things that we really take for granted. That's been a big practice for me that has helped tremendously. You know, the way my life is now, had you told me four or five years ago that this is what my life was going to look like, I would have been disgusted by it. I would have been like, I don't want that kind of life. That's, that's too humble for me. But I do, I live in a very modest house. I live with my mom. You know, this house is falling apart and I don't have a lot of money right now. And, but I'm happier, I'm healthier and I'm happier than I've ever been in my life. And I, (laughs) I'm able to live in a way that is free from all of the things that I used to experience. And I'm gaining more wisdom and I'm growing in my relationship with God. And it's because of that, that I know, you know, I have promises, things that he's promised me that I know are in my future. I just have faith because of what he's done for me so far. And I know it's true because I, I continue to focus on those things that he has already given me, if that makes sense. So Um, I know good things are coming and in the meantime, I'm content where I am because I focus on the blessings that I do have and I try not to compare myself to other people. I'm not always the greatest at that, but I've gotten much better at it. So I hope that helps. And also some quick scriptures that you can meditate on. Um, Isaiah 41.10, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Romans 15, 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 54, 10. Though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord who has compassion on you. Joshua 1.9, this is my command, be strong and courageous, do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. In Joshua 21.45, not one of all the Lord's good promises to Israel failed, everyone was fulfilled. That last one though, just remember, all of God's promises are always fulfilled. There's evidence for it, and I'm sure there's evidence for it in your life. Think about all the times that you've prayed for something that it has actually come true. I think sometimes it's just hard to identify it because it doesn't happen in the way we expect. So just, you know, try to be aware and God's got you. Okay, and then this last thing I want to address is um, a woman had commented on one of my videos on TikTok where I was talking about how I spent like 9 to 11 years trying to heal on my own learning about psychology and sociology and emotional health, mental health, physical health, physiology, uh, social psychology, all of the things because I knew that I needed to be better. I knew that there was something better in life for me. And I also was aware that I was not treating people in the way that I wanted to treat people. I wanted to treat people with love so much. And I've always been a person that has just wanted to be good and loving and generous and 
sacrificial and I was never able to do it. So I knew that something needed to change. So I tried for so long to do that, but I felt like I was running on a hamster wheel most of the time. So this woman mentioned that, you know, she's struggling with the same thing. You know, she's trying to get to this better place in her life and heal, but she feels like she's on a hamster wheel. So what I want to say to that is, you know, I don't know if this woman has a relationship with God, but I felt like I was running on a hamster wheel. And I also kind of felt like I was learning more about myself. I was gaining more self-awareness. I was gaining more wisdom from my experiences and what I was learning, but I was also hitting my head on a glass ceiling. I know that's normally like a corporate term, but that's what it felt like in my evolution journey, just my journey of being a human. And I was not able to move forward until I met Jesus because I was still getting my resources from just the world. And while God has a hand in a lot of those resources, I didn't have a relationship with the healer. So I was trying to heal without having a relationship with the healer himself. And that makes it impossible to get to the places that we're trying to get to and to have the understanding of ourselves that we need to have in order to be better. A relationship with God is foundational. If we don't have one, we don't understand how we're created. And if we don't understand how we're created, we don't know what we're aiming for in life. We have no compass. We don't know what we're supposed to be reaching for. We don't know what goals we're supposed to be be creating. We don't truly understand that we are made to serve others. We're made to have a great life, a life of joy, but we're also made to be in service. But the world doesn't tell us that. The world tells us that all we have to worry about is ourselves. And so it doesn't matter how many resources you obtain for healing. It doesn't matter how much you try. You'll never truly have an understanding of how we're supposed to behave as humans and how the human process is actually supposed to look if you don't have a relationship with the God who made you. And I don't know if you're a Christian listening or if you're just interested in the things I have to say. But let me just remind you, whether you are Christian or not, Christianity is not about religion. It's about a relationship with Jesus. We have to let go of the legalism. We have to let go of the politics and just connect with God in whatever way we can. And we know when that happens. If you aren't a Christian or if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, it's hard to explain, but... When you start praying and you start talking to God, you know, you believe that Jesus is real and you believe that God is real and you start talking to him and you start praying and you start reading some of the word and you start to pay attention to what is happening, you feel, you just feel him in your life. And it's not something you can explain, but it is something you can't get enough of. And then you start to feel yourself changing. But that doesn't happen if you focus on the politics, if you focus on the religion, if you focus on the legalism, you won't allow God to change you because you're so focused on being perfect based on law. God can't change you when you are focused on right and wrong. God can't change you when you are focused on trying to follow law because you're not letting him into your heart. You're too focused on what the book says. And yes, 
The things that are in the Bible are in the Bible for a reason, and it's all truth. But the way we become people that are able to follow what the Bible says is by letting God change us. It's not by focusing on the law. It's by focusing on God and letting him do the work in us. I know that to be true from my own experience. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that is, maybe some people can read the law and can say, I'm going to follow this and it changes them. If that has been somebody's experience, then great. I'm not judging. But I know for me, the more I try to box myself into a set of rules, the more my flesh wants to resist. But I'm good with relationships. If I can have a relationship with somebody and that changes me as a result, that's how I've grown. That's how I've evolved. And that's been true with my human relationships. It hasn't been somebody telling me this is right, this is wrong. It's been somebody sitting with me and listening and being able to have conversation with somebody and having all of that wrapped up in compassion and love and kindness and gentleness and goodness and the fruit of the spirit. That's how I've changed as a person and that's how I've become better. So wouldn't we think that that is how it would work with God? Those are just my thoughts. So just remember, it's a relationship. It's not religion. That's all for today. Thank you, as always, for listening. And hey, if you don't mind, would you do me a favor and rate, review, and share this message with somebody if you feel like it hit home so we can get these messages out to more people. And also, you can go over to lovestandshere.com if you want to check out my blog posts. And also, if you would like to contact me, if you have any questions or comments or you would like to be a guest on the podcast, you can head on over there. You can also follow me at love underscore stands underscore here on Instagram. I hope you have a great week. I love you and I will talk to you next week. Bye.